Well, it's the scoreboard show presented to you by the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner's Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Also, uh, McDonald's Boneyard, Rich uh, uh, Hinshaw Trailer Sales, B&B Propane, uh, and all the other ones that are with us, uh, Elsie's Kitchen.net. Uh, we're talking to Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, who's uh, just got his first trip in to Mid-Prairie. Uh, welcome to the program. Hey, hey, how's it going? Well, uh, you are out there covering all these teams, and you've got to get, uh, I don't know how many miles you drive, but I drive a few myself. Uh, but it's always a joy to cover these baseball games. But you went, uh, before we talk about the game that you covered, could you give uh, our listeners a report on what it's like to go to a mid-prairie game, and is it worth the drive? Yeah, it definitely is. You know, uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't been there this year, so they did some renovations since last year, obviously. So this is the first time I've been there since it's been, uh, you know, the deck out there. And, uh, and it was already a really cool field. Uh, and it's for, a photo- for somebody who's taking pictures, uh, because of how much open space there is outside of it, it's a great field to get good pictures and. Um, it just kind of feels like a, a more of a high quality atmosphere, just because of they, they. You know, it's not like they blew a, a ton of money on that thing. Um, they 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 use their money wisely to make that uh, field look good. So uh, yeah, it's always good to to go over there. And usually, if you have a really nice field and put a little money and time into it, uh, it can turn into some uh, wins for the baseball team, which obviously it has the last well for for a while now. Well, I, I don't know enough for two three hundred. Uh, more cars parking, didn't they? Yeah, they had, I said they added a lot of parking. Uh, uh, it, it, it's just a really great, great place to see a game for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, the the parking. I mean, there's never. Well, anytime I've been there, there there's never a problem with the parking. And well, uh, I guess it's the first time since the new parking has been put in. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like a place that could host. Uh, some district baseball so we'll see if that's in the cards here uh uh you know they were the higher seed but did not get to host had to go down to i believe Minneapolis last year for their o- opening round uh stuff so we'll see if they get a host this year with uh, the nice field and the one seed that they'll definitely be getting in their uh in their sub-state it's almost like a minor league or a college facility isn't it yeah it feels like i'm kind of like a minor league facility it's different the hill is great you know everyone sits up at the hill uh, and you can see the whole field from the hill, which is really terrace, nice. so you can just there's levels you can sit. You can bring your chairs and yeah. sit in there, and uh, uh, it's it's amazing. Well, uh, what game did you get to see there tonight? I saw uh, Mid Prairie played Fairfield, a little non-conference action. Um, Eleven to four, Mid Prairie was the final. They uh, put up three runs early, and uh, Fairfield never got the lead. Uh, um, you know, both both teams are in a situation where they have. Uh, a lot of big conference games this week. Um, Mid Prairie just uh, um, beat, uh, was it West Liberty uh, yesterday to uh, to get a couple big uh, River Valley South wins. They've got Durant coming in on Friday uh, for Senior Night, um, so they have some top tier teams in their conference. Um, and then uh, and Fairfield's got Mount Pleasant there, their chief rival uh, yesterday for two and Thursday for one. So so you know you you don't exactly save your ace for this kind of game and so i thought it'd be even more high scoring than it was um but um um uh, landry gingrich uh pitched uh started the game for mid prairie they used th- three guys in all but uh they definitely got in some trouble you know fairfield loaded bases 
I had I had a couple uh, opportunities in the, uh, I believe it was the uh, fifth and the seventh or the fourth and the seventh, uh, to put up some runs, but they uh, left some runners on. And then um, on the other side, Isaac Harris started for Fairfield, and there was a couple of, of errors and uh, stuff like that didn't quite work out for him. And so uh, Fairfield actually only gave up four earned runs of the 11. So the Trojan pitchers were helped out too much by the defense tonight, but uh, um, you know, all in all, uh, Mid Prairie almost uh, they scored five in the sixth to almost uh, 10 run rule them, but uh, uh, Fairfield got out of it. And uh, but it was too much, uh, too much Golden Hawks. Uh, Fairfield put a little run there in the seventh, but uh, the Golden Hawks had done uh, plenty enough in the first few innings to put that one away 11 to 4. Well, they're rated number two and they've been rated number one, and I I think uh, they, they could climb back into that spot, but we'll figure it all out in the state tournament anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's coming up. Well, uh, I, I've got to, uh, I was at a game in, in uh, Kiyosaki. I'm going to uh, talk about that. But uh, you mentioned something on your show and great show today. Uh, uh, thanks. Southeast Iowa Live today. If you guys want to yeah, catch up with what he's doing over there, he's got a lot of teams and he's out there. Uh, Kind of a SEC heavy one. Uh, I, I'm I'm in there a little bit, but uh, uh, I'm most up here in the sickle. Uh, but I'm getting out, and uh, I've seen 18 teams already. So uh, that's pretty good. But uh, um, that's a good one. But you mentioned something there about the playoff uh, uh, pairings that are going to be out, and you think they might be out by what do you think Friday or something? So I'm trying. I know that the small school softball comes out this week. And they kind of they, they kind of all rolled out over two or three weeks. The small schools definitely come uh, usually come before the big schools. I think either this week or next is when they start uh, at least putting the groupings out. So um, and so I speculated a little bit today. One of my speculations was that uh, you know Midbury and Van Buren were in the same uh, district last year, and uh, Van Buren's playing so well that they might be earning uh, a two seed in a, a substate or a district, which. Uh, I definitely could see those two matching up and being the top two seeds in the in the area for two A. You also have like uh, Minneapolis would be in there. Uh, Cardinal is two A, so you might see them. I believe Columbus LBMU is two A. Uh, so we'll we'll see. That's the two A bracket will be pretty interesting in, in this area um, this year. And then and then one A will be a little wild. I guess Notre Dame might get that number one seed, but um, New London has had it for the last couple of years. Obviously, they don't have the the one seed this year, so. Um, probably, probably get, give Notre Dame one. I think they're eighth ranked right now, so that means they they deserve one because the top eight teams usually get one. But we'll see what they kind of do. Uh, those should be rolling out, yeah, next either into this week or next week. Well, oh, that's a good segue into my game. Uh, as I saw Minneapolis play uh, play Van Buren County, and while you were up there watching Mid Prairie, it was kind of a buffet of the the, the best two A teams around. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, well, I, what I saw uh, tonight was a, a two-to-one win by the Van Buren Warriors over the Minneapolis Bulldogs. Uh, Luden's pitch for amazing for uh, Minneapolis. But this Jackson Manning kid, I mean, you just can't stop him. He's uh, He got his uh, – he, he came into the game with 46 RBIs, and that was the most in the state for any level. And he bumped that up with a gap shot uh, uh, to right center and uh, drove in one of the two runs that they they got, man. I mean, the kid, I've never really got to see him in person before. And that was the first 
a Van Buren game that I covered. Uh, but man, the uh, Minneapolis looks really good. Uh, Luden's was able to get out of almost all the trouble that he got into. Uh, ah. you, you just can't, uh, you know, you're not going to stop that Manning kid. Uh, but ah. you're kind of familiar with Van Buren County anyway. Uh, what have you got to cover him this year? Um, you, I, I think that they could give Mid Prairie a good game for certain. Yeah, I agree. And you know, they they really started to hit their stride towards the end of last year. Uh, and it's a, it's a lot of the same kids, you know, Manning, Sprouts, Schultz, and, and all of them. Um, and they actually, their be- probably their best game last year towards the end of the year was they knocked off Mediapolis in Mediapolis, a game they shouldn't have won or they weren't supposed to win um, in the playoffs. And then they, they didn't have uh, quite enough for, for Mid-Prairie there. But, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a team that they were it's, – it's kind of that group that was all young together and they've grown, and now it's kind of their, you know, their peak times. Uh, Jackson Manning's been one of their best players in all boys sports since he's shown up. Uh, you got Anthony Duncan, who's a track star, uh, who leads off for him. Um, so I, they, they scored 25 uh, runs last night in, at Lone Tree. Um, they've yeah, shown the, they a, a different spectrum uh, on. There's a different color on the spectrum wheel tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that Sprouse, Taylor Sprouse, he pitched a complete game. Uh, uh, only gave up one run, um, and that that was helped by a balk and a wild pitch. Uh, um, what do you know about him? Uh, he looks stellar tonight. Uh, a kid that really mostly just worked fastballs and changeup, but you know, seventy percent fastballs. Yeah, well, so, you know, some of the best uh, some of the best pitchers in in the area are kind of like that. Where if you can have control of your fastball and uh, you throw hard like he does. Uh, yeah, he, he he's he's their guy. You know, he he's their guy that if they're gonna, you know, make a run, they'll need the uh, the the fun thing about the the baseball playoffs is kind of figuring out when you where you throw your ace and how many innings or pitches you save and and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with them. Um, but yeah, yeah, he he he's their guy. He he can hold good teams like Minneapolis to to only a couple of runs, and then they have enough speed. Uh, especially at the top of their lineup to to manufacture runs that way, and then every once in a while they they bust out twenty five. So uh, yeah, I think I mean he he's obviously you know if you were looking at let's say Van Buren and County and and Mid Prairie end up uh, together again, Mid Prairie faces plenty of stud pitchers, so they definitely won't be uh uh you know drawn back by any of those guys. But um but yeah, I this this would be Van Buren's uh, County's uh year to get it done. They knocked off Hillcrest Academy. Um, I, did they, have, they, have they beaten uh, they beat Notre Dame? No, no, but they beat Mount Pleasant. Uh, they, they might beat have beaten Pleasant Notre Dame. I kind of think they did. They beat Fair, uh, They played Fairfield about softball. I'm thinking of right there. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I'm really interested to see. We spent uh, just about enough uh, time on Van Curen, but uh, I'm going to ask to you to join me on the quest. You could call it a crusade. You could call it a, a mission or, or, or a purpose in life. But right now, my purpose in life is to get Van Buren a spot in the top 10 in the state of Iowa. Oh, will, yeah. Will you join done. me in this endeavor? Will you put our, if we could combine the weight of Round Guy Radio and the Southeast Iowa Union, I think that would be enough to get it done. But I'm willing to align with anyone I have to to make this happen. Yeah, you know, I would wonder if it was like uh, 
kind of like in basketball this year, I think the top nine or 10 two-way teams just never lost, so there was never a spot available. So I kind of wonder uh, where they are in relation to the 8-9 time. You, they, they've won, I don't know how many games in a row by now, but they've only lost two. You know, uh, that well, actually I, I believe they're 18-2. and 18-2 and two now, yeah. Or maybe uh, even 19-2, and two, actually, after tonight. After, yeah. Yeah, so if, they're, if you're a 21 team, you usually, you're usually flirting with it. But the, the rankings are one thing, but also just the fact that the association knows that they're, you know, probably in the top 15, that will do a lot for them when it comes to where they end up playing and who they end up playing uh, here in a couple weeks. With the, well, with the whoever we have to cajole, whoever we have to bribe, whoever we have to kidnap, I think we're going to have to do it to make this happen. You'll but, have to send uh, a strongly worded uh, letter to uh, the coaches association because that's who does the the top ten rankings in uh, high school baseball. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on to another school that you cover, who is kind of turning things on here as the season ends up, uh, and that's the Pekin Panthers as they oh, put yeah. a ten two win on the board against uh, Louisa Muscatine at home tonight. Yeah, that's that's an interesting. You know, the the Super Conference North has been wild. Um, Hillcrest has been a little step ahead of everybody, but it's just kind of been a, a jumbled up uh, a conference this year. Uh, and Pekin's always Pekin baseball in general is always one of those programs that kind of uh, shows out towards the end of the year. So uh, yeah, that's another interesting team. Now, I, now you got me thinking, wondering if they're one A or two A right now in uh, in baseball. I have to check the classifications tonight. Uh, I, I'm wondering if they have, uh, have has Beacon played Hillcrest twice, or do they still got a? Uh, I don't remember if they got to play him again to see if they can knock uh, Hillcrest off there at the top. But the 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 Super Conference North has been wild because after Hillcrest, you've got your your Highlands and your WMU Columbuses and your Pekins and all of them that kind of uh, uh, that kind of have been uh, knocking each other around a little bit. Yeah, but everybody in those conferences is knocking each other around. And maybe the top two spots are settled, but trying to figure out who's going to finish third in the sickle or whatever, it, 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 the the possibilities are mind-numbing, to be honest with you. Yeah. Everybody's bunched up in the middle, you know. Anybody that can catch fire can get it done. But a nice job for the Peak and Panthers, which segues me into a real quick hitter on uh, 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 Keaton Wynn, who was called back up uh, – and pitched yesterday uh, uh, yeah. in San Diego uh, for the San Francisco Giants. Do you got any update about that? Well, yeah, it was interesting because he got um, – so he got um, – not not demoted, but called back to AAA right after he had a really uh, bloody relief appearance against St. Louis. You know, he, he pitched four innings and, and got the same. And I think he ended up with like a 2.2 ERA or something after it was all said and done. And he, he got uh, – he got recalled and then called back all in about two days. Uh, so he just did a lot of plane flying for no reason, really, because uh, he could have just uh, been with the team. But then, so yesterday I, morning, I had kind of been looking around the uh, the the internet to see if they thought he was going to get a start. So Alex Cobb, who started the game that he came in, got hurt, which allowed uh, which allowed Keaton to come. Uh, to the roster and then they they he's been kind of pitching in these uh they call them bullpen days kind of in the mlb where you're like all right i got two to two to three guys who are gonna eat up a lot of innings we're not we're not putting one guy on uh, a lot of innings but 
you know, wins went four innings and five innings in his two appearances. So I wonder if that could possibly turn out to his first start coming up here pretty soon as they jumble the rotation. And it's funny because San Francisco has been killed with injuries. Yeah, they've won. Uh, I don't know if they won tonight or if they're winning right now, but they've won a t- uh, what six, seven games in a row at this point. Well, they Keaton, have not lost since he's been called up. Keaton Wynn's doing a hell of a job for him there, just by eating up some innings in the bullpen. But I appreciate you uh, 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 keeping us up on that. Well, let's keep moving the scores forward. You got any any scores that you know about? Um, I don't um, tonight, but I have. Just my memory from yesterday, we had, uh, I was over at, oh, sorry, I'm yawning over here. Oh, that's um, been a contagious on Round Guy Radio. Yeah, I was over at Mount Pleasant, uh, or Mount Pleasant Fairfield yesterday. It was, uh, uh Fairfield blew Mount Pleasant out, uh, 13 to nothing in game one. Uh, maybe it was 12 nothing. I'll have to check on that. And then game two, Mount Pleasant walked him off with the bases loaded, hit by pitch by, uh, Carter Amos, uh, got hit by the pitch to end that one 7-6. So when it was all said and done, it was a split. Uh, after Fairfield had kind of beat on him in that first game. So, um, interesting on Thursday night between those two, Mount Pleasant, uh, uh, Ben Newton has been their, uh, their, their three starters are pretty darn close, but Ben Newton's been their best starter so far this year. He beat Burlington last week. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, that'll be in Fairfield. So that's a lot of, uh, a lot of words to say that it'll probably be another really close game. Uh, Washington uh, had a couple of, of rough scores against Keokuk last night, I think 14 to 3 and 13 to 4. But in one of those games, it was tied into the ninth, and then Keokuk uh, put nine on him. Uh, so that was tough for them. We had Mid Prairie win a couple games in a doubleheader. Uh, Car- Cardinal, uh, 12-0, 12- and 12-5 losses at uh, number four Knoxville. Um, let's see, who else do we get? Burlington swept for Madison yesterday. And uh, New London, 13-5 over Highland. You know, New-, New London, of course, the state champions last year that lost about everybody. Uh, they've been kind of sneaking up a little bit. Uh, I've seen some scores from them where they, they certainly are looking more like a contender than they did at the beginning of the year. So maybe uh, maybe they've kind of got the the newbie nerves out with having so many new varsity players this year. And uh, that might be one of those little dangerous teams where you kind of blink and all of a sudden they're back, uh, you know, in the whatever, the district semifinals or district finals or whatever. Well, uh, I was at the uh, – uh... I was in Sigourney to watch uh, Kyoto play uh, uh, Sigourney, and uh, yeah. Caden Clarahan was on friggin' fire. Uh, it was a uh, uh, Aiden Anderson kind of reminded me tonight of Loudon's. You know, a, a a very good pitching effort gone awry because of yeah. uh, uh, the 15 strikeout performance by Caden Clarahan and the. 88 mile an hour fastball he was bringing was yeah. uh, uh, that was next level stuff we got to see, uh, but uh, uh, Sigourney came out ahead I think seven to nothing although it was yeah. like three to nothing in the sixth inning. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we got to say I think I was seven nothing final on that one. But uh, um, I don't know too much else. You got any other scores? Oh, what about Winfield Mount Union? Uh, yeah, they're, they they're combined with Columbus, aren't they? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Winfield had a, you know, they had a nice little hot streak there, but they were, they had a rough one yesterday. They lost to Meepo, uh, twelve. Well, it's not Meepo's good, but they lost to Minneapolis twelve to three uh, in a crossover game. Uh, used to be a North North Division game, but now that Meepo's in the South, uh, so they dropped that one yesterday. And then I'm trying to think if I missed anybody. I wrote the baseball roundup today. I don't think I've. It was a. Uh, 
we got Kyoto, we got Cardinal, we got the North teams. Uh, Hillcrest. Hillcrest didn't play yesterday, so yeah, I think we got everybody that we cover. And yeah, I Tuesday's coming up guys. all day where not everybody plays. But, yeah. Uh, well, before I let you go, why don't you give me a rundown on the sickle, just who's where and what, and what can happen in the playoffs, and, and what do these teams need to do to stop, I mean, uh, Keokuk beats Washington, Fairfield beats Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant yeah. beats Fairfield, Fairfield beats Washington. Washington yeah. beats Fairfield. That's just Fort Madison's in there doing the same thing to each other. Well, what's up with this conference? I mean, it's it's like mirror images of each other. Everybody's the same except for Burlington. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, besides, so Burlington has uh, clinched a share of the title. They're ten and one. Their only loss was to Mount Pleasant on Thursday. Mount Pleasant was really hammering them for a while, and they had a little comeback. Uh, comeback, or not not a little comeback. They had a big comeback and almost tied it up or took the lead, but Mount Pleasant uh, clung on there 9-7. So, and then the rest of the conference, it goes Mount Pleasant is 6-5 and five in second. Fairfield is 5-6, and six, and the other three are 4-7. and seven. So that means uh, that there's that the second through sixth could end uh, in any, any sort of way. All those teams could get second. Washington is at the disadvantage because their only uh, series left after Keokuk on Thursday would be Burlington next week. Um, but then you've got um, Fairfield plays against Keokuk, I believe. Uh, yeah, because Mount Pleasant plays against Fort Madison. So we'll see uh, how they all kind of jumble together. And as I mentioned on uh, uh, Southeast Valley Union Sports Talk today, all those teams usually get thrown together in the postseason besides Burlington, their 4A. So it's not just conference supremacy that they're battling for, but that could um, do uh, uh, dividends on um, who gets the home field advantage for the uh, district tournament that should be coming up. You know, n- none of those three teams will get a one or a two seed, uh, but that could be the difference between, you know, hosting a three, uh, three, six game or a four or five game and having to travel. And that that's all going to be played out the next uh, week and a half, really. Well, uh, you got anything to plug for the Southeast Iowa Union? Any kind of stories that's coming up? Or how are we going to get the coverage of the brackets and stuff through the Southeast Iowa Union? Yeah, for sure. Well, first off, um, you know, we got pretty much wall-to-wall uh, high school softball and baseball coverage right now. We do have, uh, in today's union, uh, we got to um, uh, get a little talk in uh, with uh, Keaton Wynn. Uh, so we have a, we've had a couple stories about him, but we have the bigger story uh, with the nice picture that uh, – um, was sent in uh, from the uh, um, from from Keaton's mom and the 49ers. I uh, took a really cool picture of him there. And then um, when the brackets come out, we'll we'll have them as soon as we can um, in the union. That's Monday through Friday. Uh, so uh, we we cover anybody in the basic general area of Mount Pleasant, uh, Fairfield, and Washington. And we got three um, we got three buildings still. So no matter which of those towns you're closest to, you can run and get some papers, or they're obviously at the gas stations or uh, whatever, or, or subscribe. And then we got Southie Style Union Sports Talk every Tuesday at 1 o'clock, even though it really usually starts about 1.10, 1.15. And then, of course, our uh, Twitter, at Union Sports page, which uh, we, we try and get as many scores and stuff as we can on there, uh, tweeted and retweeted and all that stuff. And especially when the playoffs come around, that'll be really uh, – well, that'll be where, where you find the brackets first because the second they, they take them out, you know, the second either Hunter or I sees them, We'll tweet out those brackets. Well, I am going to cut that picture out and uh, see if I can't get Keaton to sign it until yeah, he gets his baseball cards. I wonder how long it takes to get a baseball card after you 
don't I don't know. I know that uh, I was uh, goofing around on uh, DraftKings the other day, and they already had his picture up for you know. So he's not. So usually, in new players, you have like a little question mark next to a shadowy figure. Uh, because they don't have their team picture up, so he's already got that, which means it's probably on MLB.com too. So well, he's making, next, uh, making a splash. He's making yeah, a he's making a smile on my face uh, every time he gets called in from the bullpen. Well, Andy, anything else before I let you go? No, I don't think so. I'm uh, glad you talked to me because it's a little bit of a long drive home, so I gotta I gotta get some food and. Uh, and it helps to talk to somebody. I used to use a CB. All the time, late at night, trying to stay awake. It, it yeah. just helps you focus on the road. Well, I'm glad we could be of service. What are you going to order tonight? We can't let you go until our listeners know yeah. what you're ordering. Well, funny enough, I, I, I believe I'm going to have to get something from Walmart, which is probably going to be like Lunchables or something, because uh, I got a text from the wife that says I need to buy a ceiling fan. Or not a ceiling fan, a, a box fan. Uh, my, my five-year-old daughter's uh, fan is uh, kind of crapped out. And so um, we apparently have given her our fan from our room, and my wife could not sleep without the fan. So I got stopped by a box fan. So I'm probably going to be scooping up uh, either a rotisserie chicken or or just some Lunchables there. Uh, if not, I'll probably just got to be McDonald's at this point because it's 1030. So we'll see. Well, I was uh, 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 oh, I'm with you on the rotisserie chicken. That's my vote. Uh, I, I was with you on the Lunchables because they're fast and quick and all that good stuff, but yeah, well, I rotisserie never, chicken might be good. Yeah, well, lunchable wise, you, I went years without really eating them, but uh, um, but uh, my my kids, you know, my kid has them now, and so then they're in the fridge, and, I, and then I start to be like, oh, those look, look pretty good. So yeah, I'll be one of those deals, and then oh. probably eat and staying up a little late, maybe get a couple things done, and see if I can. Well, I won't be able to sleep in tomorrow, but see if I can sleepwalk through work tomorrow if I get some stuff done tonight. Well, Andy Kressinger from the Palace, was what I like to call Kinnick Stadium South, Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks uh, home, home field. It's pretty wonderful. Thanks for being with us, Andy. Hey, thanks for having me.